I'm Jason Ariola. And I'm Dominic Chavis, and this is Rock Out With Your Card Out. And this week, as I said, we're going to go ahead and cover any Power Rangers game that technically isn't a Power Rangers game. The footage for this show was used in Power Rangers Turbo, but as a whole, this wasn't really a Power Rangers show, but I think it qualifies enough, right, Dominic? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So I I did also say I was going to have to figure out how to pronounce this thing, so I did figure out how to pronounce it. It is Gekisouo Sentai Car Rangers Zenkai Racer Senshi. Don't ask me to do that again. It's not happening. That was, that was oh. sort of a one and done. <laughs> <laughs> Sounded good, man. Good, good, good. All right, yeah, because that uh, basically Gekisuo is is uh, spelled G E K S I O U, and that O U I've always had a problem with with the Japanese stuff, and I finally figured it out. But still, it's one of those things I'm probably going to stumble over forever. Like there's certain words I can't say in English, even that I'm just like I've given up on. I will <laughs> I will always go around them. So I can get out of pronouncing them. I always have problems with the word specific. Specific. See right there. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. So I just. I will say like you know particularly or that one. You know. You know. I'll. I'll figure out ways to dance around saying the word basically. So, and another word I found out yesterday when helping my daughter with her homework is parallelogram. I have a very hard time with that word. <laughs> or no, it's not parallelogram. It's quadrilateral. There we go. Oh, cool quadrilateral yeah i've got to say that very slowly and i can get that word out but otherwise if i i was trying to tell it to her like multiple times i'm like okay so this is the quadrilateral and this is the quadrilateral it's like so uh, the quadrilateral has i'm like okay forget it i was like this shape <laughs> she just thought it was funny that her dad couldn't say it i was like kid if you want to get fed later shut up stop <laughs> stop Meanwhile, she's in second grade and learning about this stuff, and I'm like, I don't think I learned about that until middle school. So uh, good for yeah, you, kid. really, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, these are big words. I'm glad she, and she was. She got it. I was like, okay, cool, uh, great. You're smarter than me. Right on. Uh. <laughs> hey, man, that's what you want. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully, she gets uh, gets gets a good paying job and can take care of her old dad when uh, he's old and decrepit <laughs> and sitting here still doing podcasts uh, to nobody in, in forty years. <laughs> I used to have a co-host doing this video game music podcast, and he got tired of it, and I still am trudging along because I have nothing else. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, all right, anyway, uh, that's enough That's enough sad and depressing looks into the future there. Let's go ahead and move on to the soundtrack here. Uh, the composers for this one are Haruo Ohashi and Hiroyuki Iwatsuki. Now... These are two people we haven't covered before, and just a little spoiler, I don't know if you want to call it that, but they're going to come back up here in two weeks. Uh, we're going to do another soundtrack they did, and these two seem to have a 
Let me rephrase that. These two seem to work together quite a bit. And Iwatsuki's got a fairly extensive body of work by himself. A lot of licensed games. I've seen some Gundam, some other Power Rangers stuff. Everything Ohashi has done, though, has been with Iwatsuki. So I don't know hmm. what they're, what the deal is with that. <laughs> huh. Interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, maybe they were in a band together in high school, and then uh, when uh, Ohashi feels like they want to get some work done, they're like... They go up to Owatsuki and like, hey, buddy, pal, can we, uh, can we, can we work together? I, 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 I could use a couple of bucks under the table, basically, if you help me out here, <laughs> or something to that effect. I don't know. Hey, you never know, man. Yeah, something like that. So, yeah, like I said, this is, uh, this is kind of a cool soundtrack, and we'll go into like some of my thoughts on it once we wrap up the podcast because this episode it's going to be a little bit more slight than I was expecting when Dominic and I were picking this one out. We both kind of agreed like we wanted to do this one, but the let's say the tracks are a little bit shorter than I think we were planning on so there's not going to be as much to say they're cool tracks we wouldn't have bothered picking this episode out if we didn't think they were but there might be a little bit less to say about it than we were initially planning yeah but they are definitely uh great to listen to yeah and there's a few more i don't want to say like i don't even know if there's really a clunker in this soundtrack but some of them are just so short like they're literally, literally like five seconds long some of them i was just like okay let's at least go with the ones that have some meat on the bones yeah a little bit of girth man there you go yeah uh see so you go for girth and i go with the uh, slap in the face analogy all the time now look at this i guess so i guess we're getting ourselves pigeonholed here and we're not even 15 episodes into this damn podcast good Uh, god that's that's okay i don't give a crap All right, so let's go ahead and move on there. Let's go ahead and listen to Title and Stage 1, and we will come right back.
Alright, first up was Title. This was a fun little track. I really kind of enjoyed the hell out of it. it it's got a, like, anime opening feel to it, which is, you know, obviously probably pretty appropriate considering a Sentai show is just effectively a live-action anime. It's got a nice quick rhythm with a cool, if not, like, kind of simple guitar going throughout. Like I said, there's nothing really, like, that sticks out particularly about it, but this is just one that I, like, I really like listening to. Yeah, same here, man. I, uh really enjoy the rhythm of it all it and maybe because of the upbeat to it that's probably why i'm liking it so much it's just i don't know it sounds so joyful and like well carefree <laughs> yeah it's a good way of putting it you know it's interesting man I, it's a good listen it's probably one of my top tracks honestly so hey, it's cool yeah i i'm trying to think what would be my favorite I and mean, you know maybe we'll maybe we'll get to that when we we'll get down to it because i'm trying to remember exactly which one i thought was my favorite and i think it might be one that's a little bit further down the road but we'll get there and moving on from there let's go ahead and talk about stage one uh, this one's got a really like nice percussion to start it's got a cool use of guitar switching up with the electronic stuff to take in the front it doesn't really hit too hard but it's really catchy it also does like that thing I kind of like, that sort of like head fake into the loop, basically, that we've talked about before, where about 52 seconds in, it slows down for a bridge that I dig, and then it goes right into the loop, basically, right after that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really enjoyed that part. That was a cool way to lengthen the track, I guess. <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, they're all so short, but I totally agree with you. It doesn't really hit hard, but it seems to stick, and it never really loses that edge. Yeah, and it feels like it needs, like I said, it feels like it needs more, but at the same time, I... I don't know, like, I, I'm going to be honest, I played this game a little bit, hmm. and it might not even be as good as the last game we talked about. Like, this thing is super slight. Wow. I go to my son's school to go pick him up, and I will sit in the parking lot, and in sitting in the parking lot, I got through the first, like, three stages of the game in, like, 15 minutes, maybe? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, Very and there's slight. five stages, I think, all total, so... <laughs> Yeah, I could have beaten this game in, like, one sitting if I had, you know, gotten to his school a little bit earlier, I think. <laughs> Man, that's crazy. And I just never picked it back up. But I was just like, oh, okay, I think I get the gist of this. And I, honestly, I wasn't really having that much fun with it. It's The sprite works <laughs> really good. And, like I said, the music's catchy. And it's kind of fun. It's, it's just something more, like, I could picture giving to my son to play, who's not that, that into games or not that great at them yet. I mean... He was doing okay with the Power Rangers, the the last game we talked about. So maybe this one might be even a little too slight for him. I don't know. It's hmm. I hate to call this like a baby game, but it kind of feels like a baby game almost. <laughs> Sounds like a nice little time killer for a kid. Yeah, where like even like Kirby games, there's some bit of challenge in those. This is this feels even more kind of holding your hand baby game than a Kirby oh, wow. game does, which is uh, not good. You know? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's disappointing. Yeah, when Kirby, uh, when Kirby has a reputation for being baby game, a baby game, and these, <laughs> this feels like uh, even easier than that. It's like, yeah, okay, maybe this. It's fun. A couple of the bosses are a little not tricky. It just takes a minute or two, or uh, well, not literally a minute or two, because you can beat everything in this game <laughs> in a minute or two, but a few seconds to like figure out what the pattern is, and then once you figure out the pattern, it's just like, okay, just do this over and over and over again. Wow. It's over blessedly quick, but at the same time, like I said, it's just kind of like, eh. But the music really does kind of carry you through. It's catchy, and I do think that the loops are short for a reason, because you can plow through some of these stages in literally a couple of minutes, so. <laughs> yeah, well, it's good to hear that the music plays a big role in the game. <laughs> <laughs> Might be the best uh, thing. Uh, once again, going back to the, uh, you know, the birth of this uh, 
rock out with your card out in general taking <laughs> taking music from a video game that isn't so great and being able to listen to it on its own without having to suffer yep. through the game <laughs> it's a point of it yep there we go so all right let's go ahead and move on to i know this was really quick i i'm kind of surprised <laughs> but here we are uh so we're gonna move on to stage two and stage three i think we actually talked longer about those two than it would have taken to have gotten the uh through the first stage so there's that i guess so <laughs> all right let's listen to those two tracks and we'll be right back
All right, that first track we listened to in that section was Stage 2. That has a really cool bass line uh, to start off that kind of keeps playing throughout the whole track. It's another... This one has another good bridge in it, and I really like the drum beat in this one, too. There's like a slow electronic guitar in this one, too. That's kind of cool. It's definitely not really something I normally would listen to, but given the context for the, you know, where we are, this thing does kind of give me a chance to be exposed to stuff I normally don't listen to. It's sort of a thing like we talked about when we were talking about the E7 soundtrack. Like, I have the tracks of that album that I listen to on a regular basis, and they're in my playlists that I, you know, cycle through. Going back over that soundtrack gave me a chance to listen to some of the tracks I normally just skip over or don't even bother listening to at all and appreciate them. And that's kind of where I feel where we're at with this. Like, I'm feeling like I'm getting a chance to appreciate some of these tracks that I would probably just skip over completely because of the first few seconds or whatever. Like, <laughs> that baseline thing in my brain for whatever, I equate it out to like that Seinfeld, like kind of slap bass sort of thing or whatever. <laughs> and I don't know for whatever reason, and maybe it's just because I don't like the show Seinfeld, but um, I, it's just that thing of, it kind of turns me off in my head. Like, I don't like hate Seinfeld, but I just, I hear that. And I'm just like, Ugh, okay. Well, I hate Seinfeld, but surprisingly that baseline is what, uh, w- was one thing that I really liked about this track. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, overall the percussions, I really enjoyed the percussions and, I really like how the guitar mixes in with both the bass line and the percussions. Mm-hmm. Really interesting because, uh, like you said, the guitar is obviously slower. And there's a little bit of haste with uh, within the bass line and the percussions. So it's a really cool mix. It's, you know, this track really seems to set an interesting vibe. Not really happy, but not really dark. It. It just is, you know, I, I don't know. It's its own thing, kind of. It's weird. Yeah, exactly. It's definitely a standalone track. Yeah. That bass line, it's something I enjoyed once I listened to it. But like I said, if it was something I was just flipping through a playlist of and I heard this, like the first few seconds, I probably just would have been mm-hmm. like, nah, skip this one. Yeah, the impression you get out of it and what comes to mind. <laughs> yeah. That's something we talked about, too, in the E7 episode. When we listen to tracks for this, like, I have to fight that urge to skip over something if it doesn't grab me in the first like two or three seconds. Cause normally that's kind of how I listen to music sometimes is like, Oh, this doesn't grab me click, you know? Yeah. That's how I am too. You know, I, I usually look for something that just hooks me right away. Yeah. Which is kind of stupid really, because a lot of, uh, a lot of music, even outside of uh, video game music, not every song has good intro, but a lot of the time the song unfolds into something, you know, incredible. You do just kind of have to, give it a chance i mean mm-hmm. this, whole, this whole soundtrack kind of feels like that and there's something i kind of want to compare it to later but we'll like i said we'll, we'll do that when we kind of wrap up the episode here because like i said this is going to be a little bit more of a slight one just based on the slight nature of the tracks <laughs> themselves so anyway um let's go ahead and move on to stage three uh this one's definitely more up-tempo than the last one i kind of dug this one a little bit more than that one it also sounds a little bit more man i don't know like for want of a better term like serious if that makes sense yeah it makes sense okay there's a you know, horn section, we'll say, <laughs> uh, that's playing off a keyboard that's pretty fun. Like, 28 seconds in, it kind of seems to really double down on that serious tone for about 25 seconds. It's kind of this weird vibe where it's not really sure what it's trying to do, I think. Like, it's being very... I don't know how else to describe it, but it sounds like it's being serious. You know, very earnest, I suppose, in what it's trying to do. And it's just weird compared to the rest of the soundtrack, I guess. Yeah. You know, the choice of instruments was what I enjoyed overall. And the way they all mix together really does set like this serious tone. At the same time, it all sounds like happy. (laughs) Like, I don't know. It's really weird. 
you're right. It, it's it's almost like it doesn't know what type of vibe to give out. Yeah. You know, interesting track. Damn, that bass tone is great. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in the intro, it's just really cool. I, I just like the feel of this particular track. Yeah, there's some cool stuff going on in these. Even, like I said, even though they're a little bit more slight, there's a lot of, for, you know, the 40 seconds some of these tracks are, you know, a minute and a half more, more <laughs> appropriate. But, you know, it just feels like 40 seconds sometimes. But the brief length of these, it's like, there's... I don't want to say a lot going on, but it's, there's a lot of cool sounds happening. Yeah, just really interesting compositions. And especially considering, like I said, this a soundtrack, after going through and seeing the, we'll say, work of the composers, that they do a lot of licensed games, it seems like they spent a lot more time on this than it maybe deserved. I mean, you know, we talk, we've talked about that before with Pictionary for the <laughs> NES, that Tim Fallen put in a hell of an effort to such a what of a game you know yeah such a bleak fucking title yeah it's like oh god this seems like that is one of those games where i would have went to like a local grocery store when i was a kid and rented and just been miserable (laughs) with my choice for that weekend (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's like well i guess i'll just play mario brothers for the 900th time instead of playing pictionary again because this is stupid yeah i can't i wouldn't be able to see myself playing that game but uh (laughs) Damn, I listened to that soundtrack again. <laughs> oh, hell yeah, man. I, I have, I've listened to it more than a couple of times since we've uh, recorded that episode. I, I really dig that soundtrack. Like I said, that that opening theme for that is just so good, and it makes no sense as to why it's attached to that game. <laughs> yeah, really. It's just, it, there's, it deserves so much more. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's all I have to say about these two, so if you want to move on to the next two. Yeah, let's move on. All right, buddy. All right, so next two we're going to be listening to is stage four and the last stage. So as I said earlier, yeah, I guess I was right. There's five stages to this game. So yeah, a little, <laughs> a little slight there, folks. So all right, we'll listen to those two, and we'll come right back.
right, first up was stage four, and and I don't know what the hell is with that buzzing alarm sound to start, but I kind of dig that damn thing. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it's really cool. No clue what the hell it is, but <laughs> yeah, and it's weird to start off like a track with a like an alarm sound. Like it's not something you really expect in the music. Like it's something you hear as like a background noise, but part of the actual music track is. A different choice and i actually dig it so yeah whatever <laughs> it's a weird one um you know after about 10 seconds though this weird little like noise kicks in for a while it's it's a strange sound but i dig it and i have no clue what it is yeah i have no idea what the hell makes that sound you were trying to pull it apart i kept like listening to other like super nintendo soundtracks like does anything sound like this and i couldn't really <laughs> pinpoint anything that really sounded like it it's like i said this soundtrack's a really strange one just because of like the sounds it produces for some of the stuff, it's almost like the soundtrack is like nothing else the Super Nintendo has done. And I'm sure there's something that I'm missing, but there are hundreds and hundreds of Super Nintendo games. I haven't heard them all. I've heard a good chunk of them, but you know, some of the stuff that this soundtrack does is like, it makes me think of something else. And we'll talk about that when we wrap up the episode. The Stage Force track, I feel like it really does a good job of like selling that you're nearing the end of the game. The intensity is way up and the pace is definitely up there too there's just some really cool effects with the flipping between the alarm sound and the more musical sections it sort of like goes back and forth between the two and i think it helps kind of sell that intensity that the game is kind of wrapping up and everything's sort of culminating in the more difficult parts who knows you know maybe like i said i played the first three stages maybe the fourth stage and the fifth stage are the ones that are like really hard so yeah i doubt it yeah okay i'm right there with you i was i was trying to give it the benefit of the doubt but i think you're probably right dude oh man <laughs> well this track definitely another standalone track it's like nothing i've heard so far pretty damn sick how that bass line sticks with the rhythm then completely goes its own way really didn't see that coming hey man it worked well really does make you feel rushed like you only have a certain amount of time to complete the, the race mm-hmm like, I've never played the game, so I really don't know. I'm just going off of what I'm hearing. But the track is just so in your face. Really cool. Yeah. So basically, I mean, I guess I should have explained it earlier, but basically this is sort of like the last Power Rangers game we talked about. It is a side-scrolling beat-em-up. Oof. But it's okay. a platformer. <laughs> now, you could be completely forgiven for thinking this was like a racing game because it's Car Ranger based on Power Ranger, or, you know, then Power Rangers Turbo is based on it. So you would think, oh, this is a racing game. No, this is not the racing game. There is a Power Rangers racing game. Yes, I know. <laughs> weird. But yeah, this isn't it. It's really weird. And the cars actually come into play quite a bit while you're playing. Like you'll get an item and like the tank, basically, that all five cars can form will come up and just like clear the screen of the, you know, two enemies at most that are on the screen. Oh, wow. It's it's a little, <laughs> like I said, this, this game's really strange. It's it's so simple, but they put a lot of work in like the sprites. It looks really good, and it sounds really good. It's just like, like I said, you could beat this game like a half hour, I think. Damn. Yeah. Well, it's, shit. Yeah, it's really weird. Like I said, I, I, I don't understand the thought process on making such a soundtrack for something this simple. They could have really just put like any kind of shovelware bullshit, I think, together, and it would have worked <laughs> just fine. But instead, we end up with this sort of, not remarkable, but pretty of note soundtrack that I'm glad we did this. We're doing this month. I probably would have never listened to the soundtrack if we weren't doing this month. <laughs> yeah, I can see why. Yeah, it's like, Power oh, Rangers, hey. man. Yeah, it's like, oh, Power Ranger stuff. This is cool. But I mean, you know, listening to it on its own, like, it, 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 I don't know, just some, you know, Japanese only uh, Power Rangers game, basically. Like, I would have never gotten on this myself. Like, I would have just, like, went with the couple of Power Ranger games that we got in the United States, um, you know, from the Super Nintendo era. And I would have been like, okay, this is good. I'm fine with this. So, <laughs> Well, damn. <laughs> I had no idea. 
Yeah, kind of nutty, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. <laughs> so like I said, I get an education in, in music, and you get an education in video games, basically. Yeah. I probably should have looked up some gameplay. <laughs> well, if you did that, it, like I said, you could have watched the gameplay of this whole uh, game in like eh, 30, 40 minutes. So. <laughs> And yeah. that's not even like, oh, like we talked about with Ikaruga. Like, you know, you could play through Ikaruga in 20 minutes if you know what you're doing. But, you know, the first time you're playing Ikaruga, you are probably not going to even survive the first stage. So, yeah, I remember. Yeah. I remember those days. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And let's move on to the last stage here. The first six seconds really tear it up, but it slows down after that. It's it's a weird, like, choice and, like, slowing down the tempo. But, again, it's something I dig. I love the different vibes this one has the tempo changes. Uh, about 28 seconds in, it changes up to a rather fast-paced tempo for a few seconds and then goes back to something a little bit more, mm, let's say, manageable. If I had to like explain it, like this track best, it's like if the Mega Man 8 and Aerial Biz soundtrack had a baby, I would probably say this is about <laughs> what it would be. Yeah, you know, I totally get the same vibe as you out of it. Honestly, I really wasn't expecting that intro to flow into that rhythm, but... Hey, it worked. This one is so back and forth, yet it it feels so complete and understandable. And maybe that's why I like it so much. It's just, I don't know, it's a weird one. It really is, but I like it. I think you'd almost say that out of everything we've talked about. It, they're almost mm-hmm. all a little weird. <laughs> I don't want to say, like, you listen to it and it's like, this shouldn't work, right? But it does. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't understand it. I mean, whatever these two do together to make their music, it's almost like they compose like two different things and then slap them together somehow and just like, oh, hey, this works out. <laughs> yeah, it really does seem like that, huh? They kind of yeah. just throw ideas out there and it they just merge so well, it forms a fucking song. <laughs> yeah, that isn't just a disaster to listen to. Going off of what the history of these two composers works is I would go into this expecting like, Oh, this is going to be a pretty bland, like, you know, nothing soundtrack. And then I listen to it. And I'm like, this thing is kind of out there. I don't understand why. <laughs> hey, geez, I just, you know, between this and Tim Fallen uh, doing Pictionary, I've officially given up on thinking I should only listen to soundtracks from good games that I might <laughs> enjoy. I need to start listening to games that probably actually do really suck because there are some real gems out there that we're clearly going to be missing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, it seems like the worst games have the best soundtracks. Yeah. I mean, Pictionary? That doesn't make any sense. Who would have thought? Yeah. (laughs) Like I said, this this game itself isn't bad per se. It's just very, like, the soundtrack itself is slight, and it's okay at best. Whereas, like, the Power Rangers side-scrolling beat-up that came out on the Super Nintendo, like, not the movie one, but the original one, it's, it's not great, but it's... A substantial enough game like my son was literally sitting there playing it for like 30 minutes and he only got to like the second stage or the, the third stage so it's like okay there's definitely a little bit more meat on that bone than this one and this is one of those things it's like oh i get it the licensed game doesn't need to be all that in depth but jesus man it's <laughs> this game just feels like they crank this out in a weekend and then the soundtrack feels like they were like oh you guys are done with the game shit uh i guess we should make these tracks a little shorter so we actually have something <laughs> yeah seriously <laughs> it's just it is nutty so oh uh, god we've only got two more segments after this we're gonna be listening to boss battle and god, i hope this is pronounced zonet maybe it's zonet i don't know it's z-o-n-e-t-t-e so take that as you will for uh, pronunciation again not on my word of the day calendar so i don't know how to pronounce it so yeah anyway uh let's go ahead and move on to those two and we'll be right back
Alright, first up was the boss battle theme. Um, this sort of has like this hard-hitting keyboard with a guitar lick mixed in that blends really well. There is a definite level of intensity that's there. It's catchy as hell, too. This might be one of my favorite like boss themes that isn't overly intense, if that makes sense. Yeah. It doesn't really <clears throat> slap you in the face, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. There we go. But it does definitely... Like I said, it ups the intensity level enough that you definitely know, like, oh, this isn't just your standard bog thing of the of the game. This is definitely doing something a little bit differently and requires more of your attention. And I appreciate that without it being just... As much as I love Falcom Sound Team stuff, and, you know, we, we have four hours of podcasts that, you know, prove that with just one game. So, yeah. Um, you know, I don't feel like I always need to be slapped in the face. Uh <laughs> when i'm doing a boss battle like you know it's just like having this like thing that kind of just sits you in and focuses rather than just like butt rock sounding thing is kind of nice too so yeah you know well i i definitely got that boss battle fill out of it right away it's a super solid track great choice of instruments and scales to run through now this track should have been way longer as all of them should have been <laughs> this track particularly i'm disappointed in <laughs> for that reason only but once again i'm sure it fits the gameplay well i don't know now that i think about it it probably doesn't fit the gameplay and it probably should have been scrapped and well not scrapped but <laughs> reworked on to another title <laughs> yeah yeah it's like i guess it's weird because the boss fights can sometimes last as long as the stage does too so <laughs> should give you an indication of how long um, the stages are. That is that is not a knock on the boss fights being long. That is a knock on the stages being not long at all. <laughs> but you know, overall, it was a, it's it's a cool track, really cool. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I said, this is one of those soundtracks that I'm just like, why is this as good as it is? It makes no sense. Even if the loops are incredibly short, it's just like, huh? <laughs> you spent this much time on this? Okay, cool, whatever, guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and let's go ahead and move on to Zonet, Zonet, I don't know. Uh, this track makes a little bit more use of, like, oddball sounds of the Super Nintendo, and I really dig it for it. It it sounds almost like car horns in parts, which is probably what it's supposed to be emulating just because of the game it's attached to, so, yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of great percussion throughout, and it keeps the track moving along at a good clip. I honestly have no idea when this one appears in the game, and I just play the damn thing. So, <laughs> I, I don't remember hearing this... I could be nuts, and I could have just missed it entirely, but I guess it, it, I don't remember it popping up. Like, I was playing it with the sound cranked up pretty good, so I could, like, get a little bit of, like, contextual flavor for the music itself, and then I don't remember this track at all. I mean, granted, you know, I only played the first three of five stages, so maybe it happens in between there. I don't know, but, yeah, it just feels like I listened to this, and where was this in the game? I don't have a clue. <laughs> you know, I'm wondering if this is, like, after the boss battle like these maybe this is a boss i don't know you know and i i actually watched the playthrough video of it too to uh like and i couldn't find it in there and granted this is a pretty short track so maybe i just scrubbed past it but like huh. i, I zonet is like a female character that is the affection or like, the affection object of uh Gynamo, Gynamo, one of the next <laughs> tracks we're going to be talking about, who is the main like uh, antagonist of the series, or of this show. And I do not understand where she makes an appearance in this thing at all. Hmm. She actually does pop up in one of the endings. There's a good ending and a bad ending, which makes no sense for a game that is 20 minutes long. But, <laughs> um, yeah, it's weird. It's just, I don't, I don't know where this track pops up, because it's not at the end either. It's really odd. Huh, interesting. 
Yeah, well, I just, ah, man, like I said, I this is one of those ones I, I might actually have to go through and just play through the game again. I mean, you know, it's a half hour <laughs> of my life, big deal. But it's just like, where did this track come up? I don't remember hearing it. I don't remember seeing her at all, except in that bad ending. And I only saw that bad ending on YouTube, so it's not like I played it. It's just that bad ending track is playing and not this so i i guess i am confused as hell as to where this fits in the game but whatever i i I dig it it's a cool fit so yeah you know it the song has a very cool intro and i think everything hits hits you hard (laughs) after the first few seconds would you say it slaps you in the face i think i would all right in the face (laughs) (laughs) johnny cage is your balls as i said on the last episode (laughs) oh man but but all in all it's a really fun track to jam the seems like everything has its own rhythm and when they're all mixed they all blend so well it's just surprising how that works yeah i really dig this like you said it blends in really well it it brings a lot of the weirdo sounds that the super nintendo is capable of it almost feels like more sound effects and like puts them into the music hey mm-hmm. you know what i wonder if that thing i was asking you about on stage four i wonder if that's a sound effect and not really a musical mm. thing and they just slapped it in there like hey this sounds kind of cool maybe we should put it in there as, uh, as music instead maybe that'd be interesting yeah like i said that is one hmm. thing we're gonna we're gonna have to do one of these days to shore up shore up a couple of our weaknesses is go and like hear what the super nintendo is capable of hear what the nintendo is capable of basically like just like all the sounds it can produce and just hear the possibilities this way it kills that it's sort of like us like fumbling around like hey does this do this or not i don't know what it's trying <laughs> to do here so yeah it'd definitely be nice to get like a little rig rundown and see how everything well what everything sounds like and what they're capable of doing yeah, I mean, the Super Nintendo, it just is a marvel for, you know, something that uses, like, you know, emulated instruments and stuff, what it is capable of. I mean, you, you run the gauntlet of, you know, real simple stuff that was obviously, like, transitionary from the 8-bit era to the 16-bit era, where people were, like, learning how to kind of utilize it, basically. And then you get stuff that is incredibly deep and complex, like Chrono Trigger soundtrack um, mm-hmm. and the Secret of Mana soundtrack, which... To this day, is probably still one of my favorite, if not my favorite, video game soundtrack. So there's a wealth of sounds that the Super Nintendo is capable of, and in the right hands, it makes incredible noise. And this is this is one of those ones that I'm like, I don't understand how the Super Nintendo is putting this together. But hey, here it is. Yeah. Well, see, I'm wondering if uh, if there's a way to actually engineer your own sound. You know, kind of like create your own your own sound, your own instrument. I would imagine there is because I don't think everyone just used the sample bits, basically. So I'm wondering, man, I, I feel like a real dum-dum for not knowing this because this is the sort of stuff I feel like I should know to kind of – the little bit of education I can give you with this stuff. And I feel like a real dum-dum for not knowing it. <laughs> so, but that's we'll a, figure it out. Yeah, we'll get it figured out one of these days. In the meantime, we're just listening to cool music, right? Yeah, that's right. Cool tunes for cool dudes or something like that. I don't know. Something like that. Close enough. (laughs) That was the dumbest thing I think I ever rolled out of my stupid (laughs) face. So uh, anyway, (laughs) let's go ahead and move on to the last two tracks here. Uh, We're going to be listening to uh, the aforementioned Dynamo, Dynamo, I don't know how you say it, and the good ending theme. And we'll go ahead and listen to those and we will give you a good ending and be right back.
Dynamo, Dynamo, whatever the hell you say <laughs> to pronounce this thing. I don't know. I can't even talk anymore. Good God. I've I, I've done like three podcasts in the last week. I am I am really, re- not tired of doing podcasts, but I am stumbling over myself at this point. I'm just like, I need a break. Yeah, it sounds like it's break time. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Thankfully, this is the last segment here of this episode, so I'll, I'll get a little break there. So, all right. So Dynamo's another intense one. It's got this organ sound that's really cool, and I really like how it sounds. You can almost see someone like playing it very quickly, like almost like a like fan of the opera kind of thing in my head, basically. Hmm. Yeah, I can see that. Just sit there, just kind of like, <laughs> just get this like like almost manic playing on it at, at a certain point in it. So this track, I feel like, has like three distinct parts to it, and while I think the repeating part's okay, it's the part that hurts it the most at the same time. It's it feels like it's the weakest part of the track as a whole. I'm not really sure what they could have done with it to change it, though. So, like I said, I, I don't want to sit here and, like, you know, armchair compose, I guess. <laughs> I was going to say armchair quarterback, but that doesn't work. But, yeah, armchair compose this one. So, yeah. Well, you know, that descending and ascending lead had me from the start. That was, I thought that was fucking awesome. It sets a pretty dark vibe, you know, just mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah. You know, it, it's obvious this Vaginamo is no joke. Oh, I mean, Gynamo. Did, Gynamo. You, just, did you just say vagina mode? <laughs> yeah, he, he or she is no joke. <laughs> I, I, you know what? I don't know if I'm going to be able to edit that out. We might have to keep that. <laughs> hey, do it, man. That was the whole point of it. Oh, all right. It's stated, baby. Uh, but, you know, the progression works so well with the choice of uh, scales that have been used. I Like I said, the, just... The vibe this track gives out is really cool. You know, I really have no problem with this track at all. And it has to be uh, my second favorite. <laughs> you think so? Okay. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. Like, like you said, I it is just that, like, kind of repeating part that sort of just does it for me where it's not as strong as I would like it to be. But, again, that's just my taste. No. So Yeah, I understand. I completely understand. I think I'm just, you know, throughout this whole OST, I just... I don't know. I got used to, uh, you know, the short tracks and to hear something repeat finally, um, you know, and, and to actually catch it was nice. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I was going to say it's something with a little bit more uh, <clears throat> girth to it. There you go. A I'm, ste- more girth. I'm stealing your stuff now, man. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> no originality on my part. I am just a thief and a creative fraud. That's all I am. <laughs> Fucking thief. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's go ahead and move on to good ending here. I, don't know what is going on with this one that I dig so much, but Lord, it is catchy. Again, just a cool use of the different sounds that the Super Nintendo is capable of. There's a good rhythm and supplementary sounds, and nothing really like stays in the forefront too long. Every it just as you, I don't want to say kind of get used to something, it changes up a little bit, and I really appreciate that. This isn't a particularly long track as none of these are. I don't know why I keep saying that because it's like nothing we've talked about is more than like 90 seconds, I think. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's been, um, yeah, like I said, this is another one of those ones that like I, I really dig this one. The bad ending one, I didn't really like that one too much and I didn't really feel it was like worth talking about so much and also then making these tracks or making the segments either we're going to have to do one with three songs in it or we we're going to have to do like one track by itself as a segment i was like yeah you know we can just cut that one all together i think <laughs> yeah i didn't even listen to it so i have no idea <laughs> no clue yeah. but it's funny because this uh this track this last track actually uh reminds me of the game top gear i don't know why hmm. but i think one of the actual tracks in in that game is similar to this track and you know i, I used to play that game all the time so you know, I, I just like the game and 
I guess the soundtrack just reminds me of it. <laughs> you know, I might have to take a look at that, and maybe that's something we end up playing eventually. Eh, maybe. I mean, the first uh, Top Gear OST was great, but uh, kind of after that, it's pretty shitty. Okay. I was every say, other game is pretty crappy, man. I'm gonna say been a uh, been a flaming downhill uh, car wreck basically after that. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> To be polite. <laughs> that's oh, but, gee, if that's put in nicely, that's that's some trouble. <laughs> yeah, it's it's you know it just I don't know what happens to uh oh I don't know what the fuck happened to Top Gear two so yeah we'll cover it someday maybe yeah maybe or not yeah or not <laughs> hey you know there are way too many games we're never gonna get to everything so. yeah but you know back to this track man what a good ending <laughs> would you would you would you maybe say it's a good ending for a podcast. Uh, yeah, it's a good ending for a podcast, man. <laughs> there you, you know, go. It's a, <laughs> it's a great way to end a podcast. There you go. See, come on, man. I've been trying to like not have to softball you. Basically, the uh, your your closing line there, man. <laughs> that's my new closing line. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, you know what? I was gonna say something that's probably pretty awful, so I'm not gonna say it. Let's just move on. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, pretty, nope. Nope. That's terrible. And I, I maybe <laughs> off the air I could say it, but I don't think it's this is on the air appropriate. So. <laughs> I understand, man. All, the th- all, all things considered that we've actually talked about on the show, including, you know, a sunbaked throb on E7. Uh, yeah, that's, um, yeah, we're going to go ahead and just uh, skip that. If I'm feeling like that might be a little too much of a bridge too far. <sighs> so, all right. So all in all, like, I really thought the soundtrack was catchy, and it's definitely got more of a cute feel to it that matches the game's look. Uh, sounds in this one are largely different than anything else I've really heard on the NES or the Super NES before. And I, you know, I mentioned that too, as we've gone throughout this whole episode. What this soundtrack really makes me think of is like the Mega Man 8 soundtrack a lot. There's not a whole lot to this one, but considering Mega Man 8 was done on the PS1, and that is a system that is far more capable of a machine in terms of the sounds it can produce, this soundtrack is really pushing the Super Nintendo in some different directions that I, I don't think I've really ever heard it make before. I agree, man. I've never heard a lot of this stuff, actually. Like, uh, I don't know. I really want to know how they create these sounds really do. Yeah. That is absolutely something I think we're going to have to like get into is get off specifically just like talking about soundtracks and maybe go into like hardware stuff. Sort of, like you said, we did as a, more of a educational thing for ourselves when we talked about the two different versions of Fanny Star that came out for the Master System. I think that's something we're going to have to do just so we are a little bit more aware of like what a system is capable of as far as like sound production goes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree, man. It's going to happen. I think that'll be fun to do. So, all right. Well, as far as that goes, I think that will wrap up this episode. I, like I said, this is this is another uh, bit of a slight episode, a bit of a slight soundtrack. We definitely talked a lot more than we listened to music on this one. But hey, you know, uh, hopefully you're not just coming here to like listen to music and then scrub over us to get to the next track, which, <laughs> which is why I don't put the musical notes or the you know musical timestamps on uh, when we're getting to each music. This way you don't just skip over us talking because yeah. Uh, you know it's the whole purpose of this yeah exactly at that point just go listen to a youtube playlist don't wait i should have told anybody that now they're not gonna listen right man there there goes like 90 percent of our audience great Uh, good job jason good oh well Good job on retention. So, uh, Anyway, that will wrap up the second episode of Mighty Morphin May. I managed to screw that up on, um, I think it was Multimedia Failure, or maybe even uh, the Game of Thrones podcast I do. Yes, I do other podcasts on top of this one, but we'll get to those in a second. <laughs> and call it Mighty Morphin March. Like I said, originally this was going to be in March, but there was just stuff I couldn't, I could not make the time to make this happen in March. So I was like, oh, hey, there's 
two months that start with M. Perfect. Let's do it then. <laughs> so Very uh, smart. Yeah. Uh, so next next week we're going to be talking about Power Rangers Time Force for the Game Boy Color. Yes, the Game Boy Color. This is the first time we're going to be use or talking about Game Boy hardware. So I'm kind of excited to actually get into that one. That one is also made by Iku Mizutani, who this is going to be the third time we've brought up. Iku Mizutani as a composer. So the first time was Shatterhand and Shadow of the Ninja. The second time was the Super Nintendo... Actually, the last episode was the Super Nintendo Mighty Morphin Power Rangers game. So Iku Mizutani definitely uh, is a big through line throughout this podcast. And I imagine will continue to be because... Yeah, Mizutani's got a hell of a breath of work that I would like to cover. But we also do have to branch out. We can't be talking about the same five people over and over. <laughs> yeah, we can't be doing that. Yeah. Speaking of the same five people over and over, how about one is Chibi Tech who made our theme song for us? <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, uh, so as you're listening to this, I think that Castlevania collection we talked about a few episodes ago should be coming out in the next few days, so keep an eye on that because, you know, she 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 works for M2 and M2 is handling the port of that, so by all means, check that out. Help support Chibi Tech because, you know, not everybody can just, you know, throw money at her to compose a theme song for some stupid podcast, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> she uh or i often wonder like how if she's like sat down and listened to this and been like uh, why did he do that <laughs> yeah i hope that's not what she thinks <laughs> <laughs> yeah i hope not either I, I i hope she doesn't hear this and be like well at least the check cleared right it's <laughs> <laughs> all that matters man uh, yep 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 so one of these days i actually would like to talk to uh talk to jane and have a little conversation with her about her like process and just the stuff she's into because mm-hmm. yeah i mean we, I've talked about it before, but I am just a gigantic fangirl of Chibi Tech. I mean, just, I think the best way to put it is, like, I have a creative crush on her. I mean, just, Jesus, God, she is talented. So, getting her on the show, I think, would be a nice dream for me. That is something that will probably have to happen further down the line, because, you know, we don't want her to just come on here and be like, wait, why am I on this podcast with you guys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be... That suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe when she puts out, or maybe like when she works on some projects, we can have her on and we can talk about some of the new music she composed. Because uh, she actually did, I think, three tracks for the M2 release of the or the Sega Ages M2 release of Outrun, which I thought was pretty cool. So, and of course, oh. I, put, I put those on there. So, yeah, Dominic, if you uh, if you want to check those out, uh, I think it's like seven, eight bucks for that, and you get a pretty cool arcade game, and you get three unique Chibi Tech tracks. I think totally worth that price. Hmm, yeah, I'm definitely going to look into that. It's on the Switch, so, you know, by all means, man. Sweet. (laughs) All right, let's go ahead and wrap this episode up here, then. You can follow me on Twitter at Jason Ariola Dominic. And you can follow me at Dominant Shred. You can follow the podcast at Robico Podcast. That is R-O-W-Y-C-O Podcast. And if you liked this show and want to see us do more of it, you can support us on Patreon. That is at patreon.com slash gamesandjunk. There is a link in the show notes, too, if you want to check that out. So please check that out. Also, the designer of our logo, uh, Melissa Diaz, is my friend. And if you would like a logo design for you, she, she also does that, too. So I've got a link to her website, and you can go check her out there. Uh, also, I mentioned that I do other podcasts. I am currently in the middle of doing a Game of Thrones podcast, which we are five-eighths of the way done. We are basically doing doing an episode for each episode of the season, and then we did one beforehand, sort of like a prediction and a season seven recap, and then we're going to wrap up the season eight, which is the final season, and probably the series in general, just our thoughts on it as, as to how everything panned out. It has been a hell of an episode, and or a hell of a season, and... 
I'm looking forward to the last two episodes. I'm a little nervous because it seems like not a lot of people have died as I was thinking they were going to. So I'm a little terrified that all of my favorite characters are going to die in like one fell swoop. And I'm just going to be a, uh, you know, a mess of tears on the couch one day while I'm watching this. <laughs> the other podcast I do uh, brings me to a mess of tears um pretty regularly just because of how terrible the movies we watch are that is called multimedia failure we talk about a video game movie every other week basically when rock out with your card out isn't on multimedia failure is on and we go through watch a couple of movies with the same two hosts i do that with um the game of thrones podcast with and then we arbitrarily rank them against each other it's a fun podcast the actual we'll say watching of the subject matter tends to not be so far (laughs) but Thankfully, uh, the episode that will actually be coming out the same day as this is Tekken, and that one wasn't too bad, but the episode following that is going to be Pokemon the movie, and God, I am excited to watch that because it is just it has been a slog of bad anime movies, and it'll be nice to get to a good anime movie. <laughs> Even if uh, maybe, maybe seeing some of this might make me cry a little bit just because of uh, uh, how sappy I am, and it's I remember it being very cute and... and, and, and uh, touching i suppose so but we'll see how well my memories hold up to that i mean all in all it can't be worse than fatal fury the motion picture which is still going on somewhere so <laughs> but anyway that's enough of this uh let's go ahead and uh we'll call the show call the show done for the day and so like i said next week we'll be talking about power rangers time force for the game boy color so if you guys want to go ahead and check that soundtrack out and if you have any thoughts about it um we were recording eh, sometime in the next few days so if you have any thoughts you want to send us our way, you can send them to us on Twitter. You can send them to us an email at podcast at gamesandjunk.net. Again, that email address is podcast at gamesandjunk.net. And we'd be happy to read them on the show. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, that will wrap that up, and we will talk to you guys next week. <laughs> hey, I'm stupid. Hey, Dominic reminded me that, uh, hey, I'm supposed to shout out a couple of people. Because, you know, we have a couple of people on our Patreon and that donate enough money to get a shout out so yeah dummy here forgot thankfully uh dominic is the uh, brighter half of of this uh <laughs> of this shit show circus basically that i'm the uh, ringmaster of for some ungodly reason <laughs> <laughs> anyway so first off i want to shout out uh, to vanessa cahill who is one of my co-hosts on multimedia failure and get the game of thrones power hour so hi vanessa thanks for doing that appreciate it and also to my friend and everybody else on twitter's friend uh, wario cantone his real name is Gustav, and he has been a longtime supporter of everything Games of Junk has done, and I really appreciate that he feels it appropriate enough to chip in a few bucks to get a shout-out on every episode we do of these podcasts. So, Gustav, thanks for listening, and thanks for your patronage, I think is how you say it, or patronizing me. Yes, thank you for patronizing me. I'm just going to go ahead and go with that. <laughs> <laughs> and Dominic, thank you for reminding me, because I am stupid. Ah, stupid, stupid, stupid kid. Yep. Wait, I'm 10 years older than you. Why are you calling me a kid, man? Mm, no, don't answer that. Never mind. <laughs> you sure do act like one, man. <laughs> what are you talking about? I only I only have like three podcasts that are all based around, uh, you know, stupid dork stuff, right? <laughs> uh, God. Yeah, okay, never mind. Yeah, I'm a child. So anyway, uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and uh, shut up now, and we'll go ahead and actually close out the show. So here is a track from... Our-